0: Hey there! If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired, and when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews-Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Hey, guys, I am so excited to introduce today's guest to you. It's my friend Olivia Gibbs, and she is an illustrator and surface pattern designer. She was born and raised in Spain, which you will hear from her beautiful accent when we're speaking. And she met her husband in Vienna while she was studying business abroad. And two years later, she moved to the U.S. to be with him. Together they have two little girls ages five and three. And what she does is she's a freelance designer and she creates and designs and illustrates for greeting cards, fabric, stationery, and home decor. She mainly works with digital, but she also has started working with traditional media as well. And it's one of her biggest passions that she feels she is really fortunate to get to do at home. I love this conversation with Olivia because we talk really candidly about how it is to be a creative and to do work that you love and feel passionate about, but also how you do that and juggle your role as a wife and mother. I can't wait for you to hear this conversation and hopefully be as inspired as I have been talking to Olivia. Here goes. Hey there. Hello, Amy. Hi, Olivia. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Well, I'm excited. you did me. <laughs> well, one of the things that uh, I was just introducing you and telling our guests, uh, just a little bit of background about you, but I would love for you to share it yourself, just a little bit about who you are and what you're up to.
1: Well, I am. I am a, from Spain, so I I was born and raised in Spain, uh, and then when I was in my twenties, I ended up uh, studying abroad in Vienna, where I met my husband, and so I think two or three years later, I ended up moving here to the United States with him, and we've been. Li- I've been living here for more than ten years.
0: Wow! And
1: uh, yes, I. I mean, I, I think I've always been a creative person, but. For a long, long time, especially after I moved here to the United States, and at the beginning, I never really worked on, on my creative side. And I actually was working in banking for a long time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and paid in every minute of
0: it. You know? and, <laughs> Cannot imagine yeah, you so, as a banker. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: no, I did it for a long time. Actually, when so I have two, I have two little girls, and when I, when I, for my second girl, I had the chance to just be in a stay at home mom. And that's, I think, one way or another, I still don't know exactly how it happened, but it it gave me the chance to stay home with her. And that's why, actually, I started to be creative again, because it's like I I got in touch with my creative side again. Yeah. It was kind of like a magical journey, I would think, because I I still don't know exactly how it happened. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I love it.
0: I love that about you because you actually, you studied business, right? In school. I did,
1: yes. I, I mean, that's just, that I just my blows business. my mind. I have my bachelor's in business administration, and, but it's it's one of those things because I grew up in, I mean, I was always creative, right? I always drew and I've, I've always been drawing. I even do some digital, uh, I mean, I worked with Photoshop back in the 90s when it was mm-hmm. starting and, and I love that, but. I don't know. I think my family is more very practical, and so yeah. for for us to have a creative career, I mean, like study arts or something like that, it would have never even crossed our minds. Yeah, because you know, it's not yeah. practical. No. So that's why I ended up studying <laughs> business, even though oh, I think I was lost. You know, my I mean, when I finished high school, I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life. So,
0: right. Okay, right. Me but, neither. What,
1: yeah. It's what's practical. What's practical? Just what? business is practical. <laughs> that's,
0: yeah, exactly. Anyway, I mean, so- I, I remember someone told me uh, when I was doing my student teaching, it was the teacher that I was uh, actually under when I was doing my student teaching. And she said, You're just not very ambitious, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, and I, and I, at the time, I really took that as an insult, like, gosh, man, wow. And it made me really like think, like feel bad about myself. It made, but, but it made you think. But, but it made, made me think, think, like, what, you know what, I am ambitious, but. Maybe I just don't really like this, what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I hate it working in banking.
0: I just, uh, I mean. I can't imagine I, you working I, in banking.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, and then, you know, those times where there's you no know, customers that makes you, yeah, you no, know, your head is thinking like, I hate this so much. What should I, what could I do with my life? You know, right. I have this degree. Mm-hmm. It's kind of useless. I mean, yeah, for you. I think yeah. I think the reason why I got hired on here in the United States right away is because I could speak I could speak Spanish as well. Right. So even though I have this bachelor's degree, I never really put it to use because, I mean, I mean, I guess if you work in finance, more like fancy stuff, then yes. But mm-hmm. for a bank, you know, it's not really like you're putting to use your degree. Which again, I mean, I wasn't passionate about it. I hated it actually. Yeah. So i was just going through the motions and not really in touch with who i really am and you know what i really love to do
0: yeah so so you say you you were able to stay home with your second daughter and yes, uh-huh. you started kind of you know uh, so tell me a little bit like when you started kind of yes. exploring a little bit and what did you start uh, with
1: well this was one time i it actually started i have i have never really done uh, children's book illustrations but it's something that I really love mm-hmm. and that's how it actually how it actually started I remember I was at the library with my girls and I was looking at all these books beautiful illustrated books and I'm I was just in awe with all the illustrators there and it just I don't know it just kind of hit me in the head like well maybe you could do something like that so I was just thinking hmm, like what well, maybe I could try and see you know who, who these illustrators are and how do they do it right right I mean and thinking I mean they must all have art degrees. But, you know, when you come to think about it, and I start researching, not all of them do. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people is like, like us, you know, kind of didn't really study arts or didn't have the chance. Mm-hmm. But it's something that at the end of the day is about being passionate about. So if you have the passion for it, you can try and do it even if you didn't have the, the degree. Right. So I, I researched on it like, oh, well, let me just try because. And I started drawing again. And that's mm. how I started drawing, and and then I went back to Photoshop after all these years, and and I, I got me a tablet so I could actually you know uh, use a pencil for the computer, mm-hmm. and and then when I was going through the you know illustrations for children's books, I realized that there is a whole world out there, yeah. which is the, the surface pattern design world, which is basically all these companies that buy art,
0: like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for
1: home decor and and fabrics and greeting cards and stationery. I mean, most of them they buy art from freelancers.
0: Right. right.
1: Right. So so that's what opened my eyes. Like, whoa! So I don't need I don't need to I don't need to work for a company. Right. And I I don't actually need an arts degree because I mean I could just you know self teach myself and there are a lot of illustrators that are self taught too. So
0: right. Yeah.
1: And it always felt right. It always felt right that this was actually something that could work.
0: Exactly. Well, what's funny is, you know, you were talking about that. How did you come about, like, starting to discover that? Did you go on Instagram or did you go on Pinterest? I mean, like, where did you start kind of seeing there's a whole new world? You know, there's a whole world out there I, of people doing see, this. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm trying to think. I think I first came... Uh, and discover Spoonflower. I don't know if you ever heard of it, uh-huh. you know, where, and the competitions that they have going. Okay, uh, yeah.
0: And then and then Skillshare as well, Skillshare. Oh, love Skillshare. You yes, you yes. actually introduced me to Skillshare and I'm a little oh, bit, I? Yes. I have to say, I, you know, I signed up for the trial, like, yeah, I probably won't yes. do this. And I have to say, I'm a little addicted to it because I'm a learner just by nature. I love learning things. And so, you know, every now and then it'll pop up. I need to probably turn those notifications <laughs> off, but every now and then it'll pop up, like, learn how to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. And then, and then, yes. you know, people talk about losing the t- their time to um, Facebook and, and social media and mine's lost to like, just getting it totally engaged in a course.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I remember. So the first, I think, because I, as you asked me this question, and I was trying to think exactly how it happened because I'm not exactly—I don't remember exactly okay. how, but I, I do know that it's and at the time, well, this was four years ago, I think, yeah, three, three to four years ago. right uh, too, and a lot more artists, you know, and, and put them there. So that's nice. At the time, there was using. I mean, Photoshop, I already knew how to use, but uh, Adobe Illustrator, which mm-hmm. I don't use so much anymore, but uh, there were very useful courses there. And there yeah. were a couple of good surface pattern designers in the, in a Skillshare. And that's how yeah. I learned. That's how I started through them. Wow. Um, yeah. What I love about this community is that, you know, we are so, we are creative, but we're also uh, very inspiring to others, you know, and yeah. And that encourages you to try because they, at the time these two artists were so encouraging. You know, like I did this this way and I did that that way. And I remember the words that really stuck to to, to my mind at the time. Is uh, an artist I cannot think of the name right now. But anyway, I, I'm sorry I cannot. She no, said, that's okay. She said she, she said these words, which are from the Bible too. Funny enough, they say, "If you build it, they will come." Mm,
0: that's mm-hmm. that idea
1: of, and that's how it got me started with Instagram. Like, well,
0: yeah,
1: let's build it. You know, let's get that art out there. <laughs> Sorry
0: about that. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I, you know, anyway. you know that's that's actually a, a quote from a movie, right? That's a, from the movie Field of oh, Dreams. It's not from
1: the
0: actual, yeah, it's
1: from yeah. the No uh, Noah Park. Oh, really? Yeah. Noah says if, and well, God says that if you build it, they will come. Ah, uh, okay. The animals. Yes, exactly. the animals. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that is actually, I think, I think that is actually a a way of thinking. If they build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it just, you know, it struck a chord on me. Like, okay, let's just build it. And that's how I started Instagram. Yeah. And like, okay, let's just, whatever I'm illustrating, let's put it up there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was lucky uh, three or four months after I actually, you know, I, I I got representation from an agency, so I had a purpose of, you know, making my art and actually have my agency agency sell it for me or Mm -hmm. license it, so, and that's how it started. That was like, yeah, it's going to be like four years ago. I'm
0: going to stop. Oh, go ahead.
1: That's how it originally started, that thought of,
0: let's build it, then they will come, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Let's build it, they will come. I love... I love this idea and I think this is what struck me the most about you because your work is just beautiful. In oh, fact, I'm going you. to leave, uh, I'm going to leave in the show notes a way for people to get in touch with you when they hear this podcast so they can see your work because it's it's literally breathtaking what oh, you thanks. do. And, um, and one of the things that just struck me because I, I recently sort of felt like the same you felt from banking i've i took uh you know i've been teaching voice lessons and singing uh that's what i got my two degrees in not just one but two and i realized oh my gosh it i love it i will always love music i will always love singing i will always have it as a part of me in some way but it does the lifestyle doesn't work for me and my family yes and You know, it's, people will probably crucify me for saying this, but when you talk about the fact that um, you found the people in this world to be really supportive and very encouraging in your illustrating world, that is not the way I experienced um, singing, not at all. And so I think, you know, there are pockets of, of, you know, uh, performing artists that are very encouraging of one another and definitely I've met people here and there, but as a whole, um, people are very competitive. People are very critical. Um, and it's just not for me anyways, it wasn't a community. I felt like I could really thrive and flourish, you know, flourish in because it, I struggled with that mentality of always trying to, um, you know, do better than the other, the next person in this competitive, yeah, competitive. feeling. Yeah. yeah. So when you said that, it, it was like, wow, that's, that's interesting. But what the point I wanted to make is I felt like um, when I met you, this was so inspiring to me that you basically just, you, you had it in you, you knew you had it in you, but you, you hadn't gotten any formal education and you self taught yourself how to do yes. these things. And that to me was just so inspiring. And I feel like it's inspiring to our listeners, perhaps, because there's someone sitting there listening to this who is like, you know, I've always liked dot, dot, dot. I've always been interested in dot, dot, dot. But I didn't go to school to do that. Or I haven't been doing it my whole life. Uh, so I probably don't have a chance. And and you're here to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can yes. teach yourself how to do anything nowadays, yeah, just, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With uh,
1: like a skill alone, you know. I I mean I mean I gotta say some I've there are months in a row that I don't even check their website, which is like, ah, oh, I'm wasting money here. It's, <laughs> not, it's not a lot of money anyway. But you think right. like I uh, but, you know, if you feel like you can learn something and even, even, even not a Skillshare, but even YouTube or which is free, sure. you know, yeah. there are yeah. so many people trying to teach you to like paint, for example. I, I have never painted much in my life and now I'm starting to try and do it every day because the greatest artists, they do it, they paint every day.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've
1: noticed that, you know, the more you do it, the more you you know, you notice your own mistakes. It also <clears throat> depends on the type of person. If you are more of self-taught person, that, or or if you like to be, you know, sitting on a classroom listening to someone, it just depends on who you are. For me, I've always been self-taught, so I think this fits me, fits me better. But, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we all, you know, if if you want to do it, you you, there are ways, there are, resources there, are be ways. So, there are ways, there are ways. You yeah, don't have to. Are,
0: and you yeah. don't have to wait for someone to give you permission. I think a lot of times we look for signs. We look for something to show us like, okay, this is what I should go do. And and I love that about you that you just said, you know what, I'm going to try this. And, uh, you know, you probably had fear initially, maybe a little. I mean, I, uh, always. I mean, uh, because there's always someone that is going to do better
1: than you and many people that is going to do better than you. And, right, And that's something we always struggle with, you know, because yeah, it's an inspiring community, but at the same time you see other people's start, and you're like, Oh my goodness, what am I even trying to Why do? Why am I
0: trying? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what you said to me, and I don't even think you remember this conversation when you guys came and visited us last year in Austin and we were, we were talking, I mean, Olivia and I were, were just like, it was so crazy. Her husband and I, Uh, and and my husband all worked at, well, Shane went, your husband Shane went to school at Webster University. And that was around the time you guys met. And my husband, Thomas, and I met there at Webster (laughs) University. And he was, uh, he was studying there and working. He was the head of IT. And I was a student um, affairs coordinator there at Webster University. And Shane was both my assistant and he was thomas's assistant at, <laughs> i don't know if he would he did that at the same time but it was anyway yes. so um so we got to know him and then he called us up and said hey my wife and my family and i are going to be traveling through texas and we want to meet up with you and it was just it was just wonderful to to meet you guys and get to oh, see yes. shane again and get to know you but one of the things i i felt like when when you and i were talking is you know, you just, you just kind of went all in and you just tried this thing and you just, you just, regardless of where you maybe were at the time, you just took a stab at it and said, okay, I'm going to try it. And, and here, look at you now, you know, I'm sure there've been many bumps in the road, many, many times where you felt discouraged throughout the last four years, but, but, you know, your your greeting cards, you've got greeting cards at Trader Joe's, you've got, um, tell, tell me what other products you have yes, that are out there I, now, circling. I
1: think the first, yeah, I have, uh, through my agency, I, I sell a lot of art, so uh, my biggest achievement, well, no, nah, take, take that <laughs> uh, I love going to Target this Christmas, and so my cards, uh, through American Greetings, they had the, one of the designs they, I sold, they, they bought from me.
0: Oh, so, that's exciting! Yeah. American greetings. Wow. Mm, okay.
1: So, Hallmark. Uh, and then I have lots of fabrics at Joanne, um Hobby Lobby. So I mean, many many big companies buy my art. And
0: that's so exciting.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I might go to the store and spot my art. You know, especially Christmas because uh, companies buy so much Christmas stuff that yeah. you know, a lot of my Christmas designs will end up somewhere. And and that's always, you know, that's that's a lot of places actually the first time uh remember it was it would have been uh, nine months after starting this journey uh and i had already signed up with my agency that they told me american greetings uh uh bought your art that was wow. the first moment for me like oh, wow you know i like i'm That's in the so right exciting <laughs> it was so exciting yes that was the first time. Oh, wow it's exciting and then a little bit later uh and um, Claire's um, Claire's bought another piece of your art.
0: Like, oh, oh, oh my goodness! Know. Yeah, like because, for I mean, like for for what? What did Claire's what did use because, it for? Um, I ne- see. I never saw it
1: in the stores. I don't know because they have so much stuff. That yeah. But it was a it was a few animals, like okay. uh, woodland animals. Okay. And okay. for American greens was just a floral.
0: Okay.
1: One of my f- f- very first few designs, and of course, I've, it's been. I mean, I've developed my art, and it changed so much, but. You know that's part of you know if you do it every day, it changes and it develops. It changes and,
0: and develops. And do you imagine... find Do you find that when you are um, kind of trying to get inspiration, what? Well, oh, let's back up a little bit. When you are <laughs> when you're fea- Do you ever feel I should ask you that first. Sorry. Do you ever feel like there are some days because I feel like you're creating a lot. I I, I follow you on Instagram really? and, I, <laughs> and I and I see what you. But but do you ever find because I'm I'm. I'm kind of learning this as well with the podcasts and with, um, you know, I've blogged for years and years. And, um, one thing about, about singers is, you know, you're usually given the music that you're going to (laughs) sing. Yeah. And so, and so we don't really explore necessarily. I mean, some do, but most of the time, if you're a professional classical singer, especially you are, you're kind of prescribed what you're going to be singing for this concert and you're hired. And so I'm kind of in a new place in my life where I'm in in a point of having to create content. Yeah. And some days I wake up and I've got all these ideas, and almost my head feels like I'm going to explode with them. Yeah. And then there are other days I wake up and I'm like, I got nothing. Yes. And so do you have those days that yes. you feel like, yes. oh my gosh, what am I doing? I I don't have any ideas. Yes, it does. And
1: I I mean I hate to say, but you know. You're supposed to be kind to yourself. Oh, yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing that inspiration <laughs> is going to come back again. But I'm probably the, you know, <laughs> the last person to talk here because I'm not kind to myself at all.
0: Mm. And, those mm. days,
1: uh, and those days, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit angry at myself, mm. even though I know, I mean, I, it's happening now that I know inspiration is going to come back again. Right. So, I mean, even if I don't do it myself, the best thing you can do is, you know, okay, just take a step back. You know, they say go out, do something. And go out because you get inspiration. Come back. Yeah. And the more you practice, the more, the more inspiration you have. I remember when I was starting, I like, oh, well, I, don't, I didn't even know what to do. I mean, what do I design now? Like, okay, mm-hmm. what theme should I design? Especially, it, it's even happening me now, right? I need to. I'm getting ready for a trade show here in May, and mm-hmm. so companies are gonna be buying mainly for Christmas.
0: And mm-hmm. I have
1: so many Christmas designs already, right? I have Santas. I have. Um, <laughs> I yeah. Have, I can even look at look at my portfolio now here. I have Christmas houses, I have little elves, I have mm-hmm. birds, I have drinks, I have flowers. What else? Uh, woodland, right? Like animals. What do I design now? So I'm scratching my head trying to. Try <laughs> a place. And it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So especially when you are in the, you know, you're preparing for like well, a trade show is a, uh, you know, it's um. Uh, where companies go to buy art
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you get the better right so they can you can sell more art
0: mm-hmm. and so you
1: gotta have more stuff designed well I mean not necessarily but anyways it is it is a time a year where I'm stressed because I do need to come up with new ideas and like today I was just even before talking to you I was just doing a few sketches here and trying to get inspiration because yeah, as a creative, I think your mind never stops. So your mind
0: never stops. So there's you know. two questions I have on that, and I hope I remember them both because I this, these are not the <laughs> questions I had thought about asking you. So I'm kind of going <laughs> off track. But um, when you, so I'm sure you look around at other people's work, right? Yes. And you uh-huh. kind of you kind of uh, I'm sure there are people that you follow, and you you get. But so, tell me about that a little bit. You kind of touched on that, but do, does, can that be both an inspiration and a discouragement at the same time? And how do you deal with that?
1: Yes, I mean, it is a discouragement when you see other people's art, and it is so amazing. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. you can take
1: it away, and depending on you know, if you have a you have a you have a bad day, and you're like feeling a little bit down, you know, because <laughs> you're thinking, yeah. oh my goodness. And mm-hmm. so I try to step away from it.
0: <laughs> right, right. But
1: it is such an inspiration as well. But it, it depends on how you're
0: feeling. That if you're yeah. feeling like, yeah, <laughs> that's really, a good point. That's a good point. Because if you're in a, if you're getting a good headspace, it can be fine. everything you look is gonna be
1: like, oh my god. Oh my god. Do do? <laughs> but then, see, so then you know what it helps when I when, for me. I, at least it works. If I, if I'm starting to create. And yeah, things are coming yeah. up pretty, you know, like, oh, I love this. Oh, yeah. well, I'm not so bad after all, you know. So <laughs> by creating is how you, you know, kind of step away from that negative zone, you know, by right. creating, by actually By doing just it. doing
0: it, by just yes. getting in it, getting in the thick of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. And
1: what was the other question? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I find it inspiring as well, especially, you know, because um, I like this world is, a lot about trends, you know. What kind of what what things are selling now? Like, uh, what kind of um, uh, what is called what kind of things? Like, oh, sloths are selling, like animals, right? Or monkeys mm-hmm. are selling,
0: mm-hmm. and so you
1: can tell by looking at other designers. Hmm, so it looks like I'm looking at I'm seeing a lot of unicorns on Instagram. Oh, so that must be trendy, <laughs> right? So there exactly. You know, having insp- looking inspiration and uh, and you know Pinterest is great too for inspiration. Yeah.
0: On a, day, on, yeah. on a good day, though, <laughs> only on a good day.
1: Well, you just type in unicorn uh, designs <laughs> and, you know, this, um, all these unicorn designs and <laughs> yeah, exactly. things like that. Just know what to type and.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's well, your inspiration. The other thing I was going to just ask you about is do you get caught up in, uh, and, and, you know, you can choose to be completely honest or, or, not about this but i prefer the, the honest answer if possible um yes. do you do you find that you ever get caught up in the outside approval like even if you've sold like even if you have a, a design for instance that's on american greeting cards and your agent you know they actually bought your 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 design do you mm-hmm. feel like you you ever get caught up on likes from instagram or yes facebook yes, and- okay and there is a
1: big debate also, you know, through um, among the illustrators about Instagram because Instagram works; it can be really good or it can be very uh, discouraging. Yeah. And if you get caught up in that, you're like, okay, you're done. Because I mean, likes, yes, I could out, oh, this didn't have so many likes, so maybe people don't like this so much. Mm-hmm. But then you have to think, and this, and this, and this happens because I mean, the people I'm following and other illustrators that tell, don't worry about the likes because I mean, Instagram doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, the is the famous. How is it called? Is the Instagram? I like, how is it
0: called? Algorithm or?
1: Yes, yes, the algorithm. Yeah, the yeah. famous, infamous. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you can tell, like, oh, this this post was never really been, um The how is it called? Here, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's okay. I want to really look at to to give you the like an insights, right?
0: Oh, the it's, oh, the, the, the analytics.
1: Yeah, the discovery, how many accounts were reached. I mean, Instagram, yeah, wow. Instagram is like a black hole. It is good, but don't get caught up so much on it. And sometimes I do, right? But I re- I realize those are the days that I'm not creative. And uh, but yeah, those are the down days anyway.
0: <laughs> those are the down days and all <laughs> artists have them, every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I-, I like to think so, yeah. Yeah,
0: you and know? they say they say it has something to do with the first five seconds that you post um, there, there's something like that. I, I could be totally yes, off, yes, but but, that, but it's, it's, it's within that time that you post. The first few seconds are the are the most critical for um, you know, and it ha- and that's why they say there's certain times of day and there's certain yeah moments mm-hmm. where if you post it, not no one's really gonna be looking. At, and then there's other days, times, but who knows? I mean, like you said, who knows? Yes, hole. because I yeah I've tried to kind of be like okay, how does
1: it really work and. I mean, it depends too. Like they tell, you know, depends on what you're posting. Yeah, it, it depends on a lot of things. Okay. But it is really easy to get, like, even now that i you know, I've been painting and trying to post my paintings more often, I know that those don't have as many likes because digital art has a lot more color.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's something that catches the eye of a person right away. So it's easy for them to give the like. Right. Whereas painting, right. If painting is a little, the colors are not as bright. And so, you know, for a person to just give the like, it's a little bit not, it doesn't cut the eye as much.
0: It's so, it's so, oh my gosh, it's so subjective. But it's, I, but it's I probably... have, you know,
1: but I have, uh, I have learned that, you know, some companies, uh, even if they don't give the like, they are, you know, like going and looking at what you're doing. So one of the other things that I like to repeat myself is you never know who's looking. You
0: never know. You never you know. know. So. I've even noticed that with this podcast, I'll post an episode and no one will like my, uh, you know, my post. Right. And then I'll go back an hour later and 10 people have listened. Yes. Yes. And I'm I'm always like, Ugh, can't they just come back and like say something? It takes time. <laughs> it but, takes but it takes time. And so, yeah, you I'm sure, like you said, that's really a good reminder for for those of us listening that you know even if someone may not be liking it, they're still paying attention. Yes. They're paying attention. Yes. yes. And yeah.
1: And also one of the things that someone said uh and yeah also, you know, got it got in my mind was they said, How many people gave up right before uh, to break it?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And and that's one of the other things that in this world is uh you know, you need to keep, be consistent and keep trying because, again, a lot of people give up right before. Exactly. It, right, right before it was gonna happen, and they just give up because, I mean, I mean, I gotta say that I, I'm lucky enough that my husband supports me a hundred percent. Yeah. He he's my biggest fan, and that helped me. But if I didn't have that support, right, you know, right in my household, you know, I mean, being me that I get, you know,
0: I'm a little Negative sometimes I have to say, <laughs> well, we all are, you're not alone, yeah I guess <laughs> we all get critical, we get critical of ourselves, yeah, yeah,
1: way too much, I think, in my case, but he supports me He said, "No, oh, keep trying, keep trying and, and then so he helps me, and I'm lucky enough
0: that's so um, awesome. I'm,
1: yeah, I don't know what would I do if, if I didn't have that support right from me. but yeah I mean, you don't have it, and you you think just just follow your heart because at the end of the day that's what I do as well. And, it works so
0: far. <laughs> it works, yeah. yeah. Well, one of, the yeah, things, but... one of the things I wanted to ask you, if you need to take care of Emma, you go right ahead. If if you need to. No,
1: she's playing.
0: Okay. Is it too loud, though? Oh, no, no, it's totally fine. I just didn't know if she needed something from you, so I didn't, I didn't want to take Plain, a, take you away she's from so her. Um, no, she's so- <laughs> yeah, well,
1: so one fun. of the other things I, I wanted to touch on is, um,
0: well, this is a little bit loud now. Hold
1: on. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to touch on is the, as mothers and doing these, I feel gu- the, the sense of feeling
0: guilty. Yes. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So you yeah. and I were, you and I are reading our each other's minds because that's what I wanted to kind of jump into. So yes. talk, let's, let's talk a little bit about this mother guilt because oh, I feel goodness. like it's really a problem. I mean, it's such a problem that many of us don't even start something that would be uh, you know, Fulfilling maybe to us or bring us joy because we think that um, it's going to take away from our family. But, but but my, I keep going back to this because honestly, there's so much controversy in this discussion. I keep going back to this though. If you hadn't started and I can name like a million other women right now, if you wouldn't have started just dabbling in this, and trying something that might be a good fit for you we would never have your art out there in the world to inspire us i mean i i I, this is coming from me right but but and also you and i right before the show we're talking about the fact that you know your your daughters are watching you so anyway let's talk about this this mommy guilt thing tell us about mommy guilt (laughs)
1: yes for me it's about you know my, what I do, obviously, it's, um, I have to, like, let's say, I'm. it's not only the drawing and the uh, painting or the doing it in the computer or, or working in the tablet. It kind of seems like a, something that I do on my own, by myself, and that I'm in my little bubble, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, I mean, you have to, you have to be in your little bubble because you create a space. And I just feel, I mean... I feel so guilty sometimes because I feel like, oh, my daughter is so... Because, I mean, my the older daughter now goes to school, so that's okay. I mean, she's doing something, right? But my little daughter is, you know, sitting on the couch watching TV. You mm-hmm. can tell she's so bored, you know, and like I'm feeling like, oh, my God, and I'm here. And she's so bored of it. I feel so bad about it. I feel so bad mm-hmm. about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even when my other daughter comes from school, of course, I don't have an 8 to 5 job because... From eight to five, I could um, maybe only work for two hours. So I still have to work more some, some days, especially. And I know that, oh, my daughter came from school. Like, I cannot really be with her because I'm finishing this up. And it's mm-hmm. just the constant build of <laughs> Am I being a good mother? I'm just kind of like, you know. Yeah. And I feel guilty that I'm doing this and because I enjoy doing it so much. I feel guilty that, oh, I'm doing this and I'm enjoying it so much, right? Right. And I have my daughters born to the core. They are because I can't. <laughs> I don't yeah. know i don't mm-hmm. dedicate them enough time so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just the guilt the guilt of you're doing something that feels right and because it does feel right i mean when i'm creative and i'm doing things that i love i'm just happy it's just
0: you're in your zone just, you're in yeah, your it's zone just, exactly yeah, it's joyful so what perimeter your daughter's more, you know and then, yeah anyway. yeah oh you know i go through it too and i remember when my um oldest who's now 10 was just a little baby and I would, you know six months old and I would sit set him up in his little extra in <laughs> front of uh those remember those baby Einstein videos yeah. yeah and I would put in one of those DVDs because I was working on my website or I was working on my marketing materials for my voice studio and I remember just, you know, I would even lose track of time because I would be like on there for, <laughs> on the computer doing this for like two hours, working out my, you know, design for my website and, and yeah, trying to, you know, answer, time, yeah. answer emails or schedule uh, students or work on that back end of the business that no one sees, right? Yes, and and it would just it I would just feel terrible because here he is and he didn't mind you know he was just glued to this you know baby Einstein videos, but I remember some days and it's it I look back and I'm like oh it just makes me feel so bad. I would, would, you know, put one video in because they only last for like 20 minutes as you put one in after another. or Sometimes I'd rewind (laughs) it a little bit and go back (laughs) a few times just so he could, you know, and he never knew he was watching the same thing over and over again. But I needed that time. And I didn't we couldn't afford for me to hire a, a, you know, a sitter or anything. Yeah. But even even though I'm sure we will feel
1: guilty because they have a sitter instead of us. Instead of us.
0: Instead of us. So what perimeters, have you figured this out? Because I mean, I've, I've, I've tried over the years, and it's, it seems like, uh, you know, I, I'll make a few strides, and I'll feel good about how I'm doing. But what perimeters are you, do you feel like you have placed around your role as a mom and your role as an artist to where you can maybe eliminate that guilt for yourself? Do you have like set times of day where you're like, I know I've got to work on this. Or do you have set times of day where you're like, I know I need to be 100% mom and 100% present for, for the girls. What kind of perimeters have you set up for yourself so you can, you can, or have you? Like, how does how that work out? I
1: mean, out? it really, I mean, the only thing I can tell, I mean, because for me, again, well, this is this is based on creativity and inspiration, right? So, right. I'm That's the hard if part, I'm part in about middle, it. If I'm in the middle of a design, so I need to, I need to finish, I'm just going to be working and finish it. And maybe yeah. the rest of the day, let's say, if mm-hmm. I've already finished something, I feel accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. dedicate you the rest of the day. But the weekdays, um, it's, you know, it's a constant. Okay. Do I, try to do something or do i try to entertain my daughter and things like that and now the yeah. weekends if i have both of them together um, i might try to go somewhere for two or three hours do something together and then okay girls i need to work now or see if mm-hmm. you know but really i haven't figured it out and it really <laughs> again it really depends if i'm inspired that day yeah i'm gonna be growing and you know <laughs>
0: I'm and you have be to take advantage it, you have to take advantage happen. of the inspiration yes. You re- or yeah. it's gonna go yeah and that's, I think that's the toughest part as artist moms, because, you know, when you, like, and I can say this from, from, you know, working on, cause I, I, you inspired me and I bought my own iPad and got Procreate <laughs> and I do, but I do more brush lettering. Um, and I, I've played around with designing, but it's clearly, um, I can, that's a black hole for me. <laughs> I could just, I mean, I could just sit and doodle and and play with that all day long. So my main thing, though, is brush lettering. And I know for myself, it can become something that I, um, you know, if I'm feeling like, oh, my gosh, I want to write this quote, or I want to work on this. uh, It can be really consuming of my time. And it's really, it's, you know, and I'm not doing it as, uh, as a profession like you are. Uh, so I, I find that for me, it's really a challenge. Like you said, it's not like I'm going and sitting down at a computer and I'm responding to emails or if I'm an accountant and I've, you know, I'm freelance accountant or I'm a freelance, whatever, that just requires for me to input the information into the computer or into a spreadsheet. That's a whole lot different than uh, a situation. You know, I could do that at any time of the day. doesn't matter when. But when you are inspired, and you have to follow that inspiration because it could lead to uh, something that yeah. you could actually create and eventually earn money from. <laughs> um, yeah, wonderful. I would think that would be yeah. really hard to set the the. Limit.
1: Yeah, where when yeah, when those juices are flowing, you need to let them flow. Yeah,
0: yeah, and
1: and any interruption is like, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, but yeah, I, I'm sure that's something that you feel, you find, you juggle every single day.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I'm kind of fast on doing it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna draw something, I'm just gonna come out naturally, and
0: yeah,
1: it won't take me that long. What I notice takes longer is the computer when you're sitting on the computer. That's exactly when I feel the most guilty because i'm in my little corner (laughs) on my computer and yeah i like in my little bubble and i feel like you know yeah Yeah. that's that's when i must feel more guilty or also when i'm looking for inspiration or trying to sketch out some ideas yeah that is also a time where and i feel guilty sometimes because i get so caught up with what i'm doing that i don't i mean i could i don't even know what what else you don't even know
0: time is passing i I, know no i
1: don't and sometimes i just hear someone crying like oh oh
0: no. crap i've got to get <laughs> up <laughs> like oh no i have children I forgot. yeah I, forgot. I can relate to that it's for sure i mean i i can relate to that when i'm singing sometimes i'll go i'll tell my husband i've got to go in my my studio and just uh work on on some technique and work on some things i feel i feel like it's a really good singing day uh, and, yeah. and, you know, an hour and a half later, <laughs> I'm still in there. <laughs> and I find that too, you know, cause I, I'm, I, I'm a blogger. And so, and, and even, <laughs> even now with, uh, with, with podcasting, I'll just get like completely in this zone of like ideas and, and figuring it out and uh, it can just, it can just totally consume me. So I have to be careful of, of that for sure. Well, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But one thing I, I wanted to, to say is I wanted to kind of talk about um, kind of going from mommy guilt and the fact that we will <laughs> always have it, right? And I think I think there's, yes, it doesn't yes. matter what we do.
1: And I, th- I think that's a sign that we're doing a good job.
0: I, I do too. And I, we had talked about this before the show, but I wanted to kind of touch on that idea of how you sort of maybe rectify that guilt a little bit by by thinking about what it's going to teach your daughters about following their own passion?
1: Yes, I love the I, I love it now because I notice they will um, the eldest daughter five years, she draws well actually my three year old starting to draw a lot too but she will draw things that I know she's that I that I know I've designed like you know she will draw the way that they're drawing and the way they all the details they're giving and they will draw a girl with a dress and the dress has a pattern oh
0: on it. i love or, that I, mean, I
1: noticed i noticed that inspired by me yeah and that is just yeah because that's something growing up i didn't have that i mean my my father painted and he's always painted with oil paints but they were he wasn't inspiring because he wasn't encouraging for us, it. <laughs> right. And yeah, yeah, so for 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 my daughter and for me now, knowing now, right, what joy this gives me, and at the end of the day, that's you know it makes me happy. So for them to do it as well, I know that this will give them joy. And now I know that that's that's huge. Yeah, for, you know. Yeah. Even if they didn't do it professionally, but and now if my daughter say I want to study arts, I would encourage her because yeah. I know. You know, that's where your passion
0: is. You can at actually it. That's do where it. I
1: not it you can actually yeah.
0: do it. Did you know? By the way, I was going to circle back to this a while ago. That uh, there's a person I was listening to a podcast years ago, and there was a person uh, by the name of Noah Bradley, and he has actually a website that talks about the fact that we shouldn't. It's actually called "Don't Go to Art School."
1: Oh yeah, because it gives limits. Sometimes, right, sure. and so he talks
0: about how but, expensive it is, and the fact that nowadays, with um, with the medium of, you know, uh, YouTube and like you said, Skillshare and yes, all of yes, these yeah. online yeah. courses you can take, he basically his his stance is, you know, this expense, this idea of going to expensive art yeah. school and paying a yeah. hundred thousand, you know, getting in debt a yes, hundred thousand dollars, um, and you come out with no guarantee that you will get, uh. You know, an agent, or you will get yeah, work, anyone yeah. displaying your work, and you're full proof of that because your your yeah. work's being <laughs> sold out there, and you don't have an art education. So
1: yeah, the, the thing for me will be more like if you want, because I would love to see my daughter maybe working for Disney or something like that. Yeah. Right? So yes, that for for that like learning more like uh, computer programs, more not just Photoshop, but actually you know animation and things like that. That I think. At that point, you're talking, I think you're talking more of, or even, yeah. I mean, I mean, either way, if she did tell me she wants to study arts, then I would say,
0: Of course, do it. Do you it. Know, I wouldn't be, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, what the, my other passion is languages and traveling too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have studied study arts, but I would study languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, my parents never supported me on that because, oh, <laughs> well, you know, practically it's not going to take you anywhere. Because, anyway, so whatever my daughters want to study, I, I want to be supportive of them. Yeah. And and if they are inspired by me, if they want to you know, pursue it further and maybe try to get a degree, you know, kind of like a, it is a background, right? You have an arts, arts background. I yeah. mean, I'm sure there are a lot of things that I would have I learned. But it is true that an arts degree can limit you and, and you will find, the, I mean, I hear, I hear all the time teachers that have told them, oh, that's not, you know, like, that's not good. And they, they can discourage you. Yeah. As
0: well. so, oh, for, oh yeah, for sure. And anything, yeah. And anything yeah that yeah. you do,
1: and you can have that people that also brings you that. So, I mean, I guess whatever works for, for every, every person. Yeah.
0: So, well, one of the things I wanted to say just to kind of, um, you know, talk to our listeners a bit before we wrap up, I would love for you just to, just to talk to the idea of if you have something that seems like, an interest that you maybe have a little bit of an affinity toward, or you're maybe even good at, you know, uh, but you have, you're raising a family or you have a full-time job already doing something else. I would love for you just to kind of um, give a little bit of not advice, but give um, just a perspective of yourself of yours about how someone would go into exploring that a little more, or 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 maybe just an encouragement to someone out there. Um,
1: it, it for me when I was working in banking, I knew there was something missing, and I kept trying. What is missing? I I hated it. I mean, I got lucky now that I got the chance to stay home. Yeah. So I mean, but even then, I didn't find out till a few months later. So it wasn't a, you know it wasn't just because I stay home. Oh, that's why. No. I don't know, it just, there is something, if you feel there's something missing, uh, try, I don't know, it just, again, because I don't even know how it happened to me, it was just a self-discovery. Yeah. Start uh, learning about yourself, yeah. and take a little time for yourself, not like going out you know, by yourself or anything, but uh, when you're by yourself, even before going to bed, just try to talk to yourself, what is, if, if you're feeling like something's missing, because there's something missing, so follow your intuition follow your heart if you really feel like there's something missing there is something missing Mm -hmm. so you need to learn about yourself um i am i am i meditate a lot which you know you can call it praying i mean it's it's just learning about yourself and i think through my meditation journey it's how without even looking for it i i found it yeah i found what it was missing yeah so if you're religious pray if you're not religious, meditate, call it whatever. Meditation is what helped me.
0: Yeah.
1: I did I didn't, I wasn't sort of bringing it up because you know not everybody's of the same belief. No, that's right. Now about these days is a lot a mindfulness. Yeah. And that is a self-journey that I took, which was through the meditation. I think it's what you know made me be more aware of myself and and grow as a person myself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, that I discovered this. I love that. I discovered what was missing. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and, so, and you also bring up a good point because, you know, you can meditate, you can pray, but I feel like the, the yeah. point is uh, be quiet. To know yourself. Equ- yeah, and listen to that 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 tugging of your heart because I feel like sometimes we, yeah. we as mothers especially, we try to ignore it. When we mm-hmm. have something yes. that we, we want to do, we, we, we put it aside because, oh, that would take too much time. That would take too much time away from my family. or
1: Yeah, or, 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 or you think, oh, I'm being selfish. I'm being
0: selfish. I'm being selfish. When in reality, this is who you are. This is who you are. Yeah. And your kids need to know that this is who you are because they're going to take that into their lives someday yes
1: yes that's that's exactly what I was thinking yes yes so uh whatever they see on you they might do and if you're just about if I mean in any way they they, that your kids are gonna grow and you're still gonna be living your life and they're gonna leave your house and then you're gonna be at the end of the day I mean sometimes I think we are all alone Mm -hmm. we are all by ourselves so if you're not happy with yourself then right
0: right (laughs) yeah
1: so yeah if you feel like something's missing there is definitely something missing so yeah. uh, you you are the only one that
0: can feel it you, you are it, so. the only one and I think that's that's the yeah. thing to also talk about because you know we can't uh, I, I know that I wanted to touch on so many things with you but we we could talk forever yes. I mean, you and I you yeah, and I because, could I you mean, just have, have it we could do an a, all-nighter an all-nighter podcast <laughs> just talking about But, you know, um, the the, the other thing I did want to say, Olivia, and I'm kind of guilty of saying we're going to wrap up, but there is one more thing I do want to touch on because you and I talked about this is, you know, when we are in a community um, and we're trying to find friends who uh, understand us, or maybe we're already in one, you know, in our neighborhood, our kids' school, at our church, people that we know, um, it is really easy, I mean, it's, it, it's, for me, and I'm just speaking from my own experience, but you and I talked about this, so I know that where I'm going with it, it's really easy to sort of get caught up in the norm of what everyone else is doing and how moms are interacting and how, what's important to them. And feel that guilt. It's almost an external guilt. It's not internal. We don't feel like, oh my gosh, this I should be something, somebody else. But it's an external guilt of expectations of what other moms are doing. And yes, we may not even have yes. a real, like, I hope people out here listening do have a real life community that they see and interact yeah. with. But it, even if it's a, just a Facebook community, I think sometimes we can see what other moms are doing and we can feel uh sort of uh self-conscious about yeah, our own the- our own things and we feel kind of I-, I feel guilt just from that i mean i feel di- i i guess because it seems like it's a competition
1: oh who's the best mom well it what well, my kid does this and this activity uh-huh. and
0: then,
1: and yeah. he does this and then you notice oh you know so it's just like this competition that is really put out there to make you feel bad but
0: but I also I also feel I don't mean I don't want to interrupt you but I also feel like there's a little bit of that from the standpoint of like if I worked full-time in corporate and I and I know that a lot of my friends who work full-time in corporate feel the same way in another way but I feel like it's almost okay if I've got a full-time job and everyone just understands oh yeah she's She's working full time, so obviously she can't do all of these things, right? But yeah. if you're an yeah. artist, um, it really yeah. feels. Do you feel that what I'm you you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what yes, yes. That? Because you're home, <laughs> you're because home. You're
1: home, and you're supposed to be. And you're yes, not always yes, making uh,
0: money. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're not. I mean, the thing that you're home with them. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not understandable. Yeah, and so you think I should, doing, I should be? I should be making
0: sense. the. You know, I always go back to the, the organic, um, you know, chicken and, and stuff, because I just remember yeah, I, being, <laughs> I, this is going to be a theme through my podcast, organic chicken, <laughs> but I remember having a conversation on on the playground with some other moms, and they were talking about how they don't <laughs> feed their kids chicken nuggets, and here, and, oh. and they go, they buy their organic chicken, and they, you know, they, they make it all from scratch, and do this whole yeah. thing.
1: Always mom trying to give the guilt trip to other moms. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. And so I remember, yeah, I remember just going, Oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough for my kids. I mean, it was when my kids were yes. really, really young. And then I had to kind of go home and call a friend kind of uh, upset about it. And she goes, are you kidding me? You're, you yeah, are yeah. measuring yourself against someone else who's not working from home about whether or not you're oh. making your kids organic chicken or giving them nuggets.
1: <laughs> and yeah, but that is, that is the stigma between moms yeah that we're always I mean not me well I don't know maybe I do it and I don't even <laughs> like trying to give the guilt trip to other moms because I'm a better mom because this and you know why I think it's all this because we all feel like we are not enough good moms so if we can not just you know brag about doing this and that with our children we'll we are good moms but I think they are insecure in the uh, inside and say well the you know, so they're just trying. Oh. What I'm saying is that when the mom, I think the moms, we are just, because we don't feel good as moms, we could always be doing right. more. Uh We're trying to make other moms feel less because we do this for our
0: children. Yeah.
1: But you don't know, you don't know how guilty that mom feels because maybe she doesn't do that other thing for their children. Yeah. And it's just a constant uh, trying to make other moms feel less because we don't feel,
0: that we're good enough as moms yeah. so let's just try to make you feel nice. yeah it just and I think yeah. that sometimes just... it's a subconscious thing because it it really yeah, it, it yeah, really yeah, yeah ba- so. it's based on what is important to you and you know I yeah you know what's not important to me laundry I hate it <laughs> But, but I have friends who the second that the that, that laundry comes out of the dryer, it's folded and it's put away in its drawer. You and that's why? fine. I, that's I,
1: fine. I, you know, it's funny about laundry because I think uh, I, for me, it's very relaxing to Oh fold the gosh, laundry. come to my house. Come to my house. No, I promise <laughs> you, if if you have, you know, I, I used to think like that and close Bupa lap, but now I feel like it is, you know, when it's putting it away, it's time for you to kind of mindfulness yeah, yeah. and I learned I, well no, this is probably not in the podcast but between you and me I learned of this monk priest that you know how he found pure happiness please, and I think he actually found what is it called the elevation Um, he was just sweeping the floor oh yeah I promise yeah. I, I heard about this. So yeah, you're right. You never know when the moment of bliss is. You're, you're right.
0: You're right. And and you know, you, you mentioned this earlier about how, when you're not inspired, you can, you get out of, you need to get out of the house and just kind of go somewhere. And I yes. find that sometimes, you know, especially for me as I'm creating, it's really important for me just to do something that doesn't require my brain. And they yeah. I, I, yeah. The, there's nice. actually um, a really interesting study on this. Um, I need to look up the book. Um, it's something about hyperfocus. I think it's called hyperfocus. But he talks about the. Um, you need this. You need this book, actually, Olivia, <laughs> for your for your. I don't know if I, that's <laughs> right, we don't have time to read. That's that's why I'm doing this podcast so people don't have to read. Um, but one of the things he talks about is this whole idea of deliberate unfocusing of the mind. So getting away, going and doing something that's very mundane, like you said, sweeping the floors, doing the laundry. And those are the moments. And and he talks about why is it that, you know, we'll be trying so hard to solve a problem. And then we go and take a shower and in the shower, (laughs) or, or for me, sometimes on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It's when your best ideas, right? The best ideas come. So so there is really a thing there. Thank you so much for spending the time with us today to talk about these things. I I really feel like this is so important. These conversations are just so important to keep having. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.